Good morning, Raboisai. Le'ilu Nishmas Imi Marosi Ruspas Mordechai. Today we have quite a number of sponsors. First, I just want to say a mazel tov to somebody who I met yesterday. Been looking forward to meeting him, Yossi Hirsch. His daughter got engaged. Also, a koistan chumim to Yoyli Elkan. Big fixture of the shears from Lakewood. So, Hamokim Yenachem Eschem Besoich Shayavelitzim Today we have six sponsors by Jordi Alter, Rufur Shlema for Shira Bash Shishana, by Fischl, Rufur Shlema, Ryan Abbasiente Dvoira, matriarch of our family, by Avrumi Leibovitz, who I also met yesterday with his three sons who all do the daf. And I have a tremendous Akar Satoyv Tavrumi for coming up with the idea of the Zoom Siyum from Sechta Shabbos. It's amazing. One of a kind and never to, re- to be repeated. Well, I shouldn't say never. We will repeat and we'll do more than 530 locations. Lili Nishmas, my father, Yisrael ben Yitzchok, the earth side, Yud Aleph Nisan. The Shom should have an Aliyah. By Ben Yom and Kessler. I believe this was a sponsor from yesterday as well, which in the haste and the rush and the tremendous overwhelming feelings of mishpacha and camaraderie, I didn't bring my proper notes, and therefore I missed the sponsorships. Dedicated in honor of my father, Yosef Kessler, and my brother, Rabbi Eliezer Kessler, upon our completion of Psachim Mazel Tov, and the beginning of Shkalim. Beautiful. By the end of the way, chat, Chevre, Le'ili Nishmas, Doi Pinchos ben Moshe Elkan, Olav Shalom, father of Yoeli Elkan. And by the Farkovich family, as a schus for Refua Shleima, for Tova Miriam, Bas Dvoira Mindel, Refua Shleima. The voice I'm still flying high from the amazing, amazing Siyum. I don't know if you know about it, I'm looking now at Noam and the Chevron Eretz Yisrael. It was unbelievable. Such a beautiful turnout, over 150 people. And I got to speak to, I think, almost every single guy. And I felt like I knew everyone. Almost everyone told me, remember my email? Yes, remember, yes. It was unbelievable. It was like meeting Mishpach all over again. And these emails actually work. You get to see who these people are. You get to know them, where they're from. One thing I heard over and over I'm not exaggerating if I heard it 20, 25 times. Dafyoimi has changed my life. Because I became a different person. Over and over. The same kind of... And people weren't hearing it from each other. Different times, different people, different places. Unbelievable. Rabbi Yisai. Yes. Oh, Mazel Tov, Eli Neuberger, Mazel Tov, Shetisko. Beautiful. How are you doing, Noam? It's unbelievable. Uncle Phil, you should know. So, Ruven Chait, the famous Ruven Chait, finally showed his face, showed up to the, to the Siam. The famous Levi Friedman, who's been with us, and I mentioned him a lot. He's uh, one of the singers, and he's been from the beginning. So it was Ruben Shade from day one. Came to the Siam. Uh, Oren 
came, uh, he wasn't there by the, what do you call it? He's the, the chef from last, last year, not, not this week, but he was, he was in America. Who else? Um, Moshe Apter uh, flew in or drove in from Montreal. It was unbelievable. Unbelievable. 14-year-old kid that's been with us from, I don't know, for over a year. All right, so it was Givaldic. You know who came in? Somebody, I don't know if you, I don't know if I said it. Ben C. Friedman, my partner, flew in from Chicago, especially for the Seum. So I got to introduce him to everybody. It was beautiful. Nassanel Gantz was there from Ami Magazine. It was very nice. All right. Hi, Rebelli. This is from Shaya Hecht. Attending the Five Town Seum tonight with Chevra and being at the live DAF afterwards was an incredible experience. I've been with you since Brochus. And to be honest, when I hesitantly decided to do DAF Yaimi, I hid the fact that I had begun to learn the daf from practically everyone. After all, I was a Prad Yeshiva guy who was used to learning Bi'ion. And I had been indoctrinated that daf Yoimi is not for serious, for serious Bentaira. I'm also more of an Eon guy. I learned my whole life Eon. As I've mentioned in previous emails, I live in the most amazing community of East Meadow, New York. I met, I think, two guys from there, amazing guys which is a unique growth-oriented Torah community. I enjoy a close relationship with our Rav, has his finger on the puzzle of my Ruchnius, and somehow early on, he learned about my undercover Dafyomi learning. I didn't ask him before starting Dafyomi because I was afraid to be against it. Not only was he not against it, he was really into the idea from beginning of Chizuk. One thing he mentioned is that I make sure that I was part of a shear with my shear that I could get a Kesher with. Ay, <laughs> bad boy. All right, listen, if the Kesher means we see each other once a year at a Seum, yeah, it's geschmack. But we have this online Kesher. It's mamish, it's family, Reboisite's family. As that would be a, a hechrich for me to stay consistent. I excitedly told him all about MDY and you rebelling and how people can email you and that you develop relationships with members of the Shir. He was excited to learn about you and your unique approach to the Shir and he felt that it would help me to stay consistent in my learning and mission to continue all the way to finishing Shas. I didn't write to you until recently, but having the privilege of meeting you in person tonight, where I got to witness your genuine appreciation for all those in the shir, as well as how approachable you are, I hope this will be the beginning of a strong kesher between us. That's Torah says, I need it. No pressure. Smiley. All right. Mm, I'm not going to say anything. Thank you for creating such a, speak to my wife, such an awesome, my children. An awesome share where I have Baruch Hashem been able to have a kvil since brachas due to your unique approach with the share. It's ironic that there are those who are against emails as that is the key ingredient to helping me stay consistent. Who's next to Yaakov Rosedale now? No one. Okay. I don't want to give my daf Yomi learning a secret. I'm proud to say I've grown up. I have MDY pride. And then he says like this. This is from Mordechai Ashkenazi. I eyed the MDY jackets and sweatshirts tonight, but I didn't end up buying them. I guess I haven't grown up enough yet to wear MDY and the Fiyomi on my sleeve. Emir Hashem, sometime soon. Mordechai, I beg you, send him merch right now. This guy, Shayehecht, we need him to wear it on his sleeve. We need more people from East Meadow learning the daf. Thanks again, and don't forget to plug East Meadow. I'll plug East Meadow, you plug MDY, we got a deal. Thanks, Shayahech, proud co-founding member of the East Meadow MDY Chevra. Beautiful! I know we're running late, but I received over, I don't know, 60, 70 emails yesterday. So 
one is not going to do it. Two also, but at least what we'll do. All right, real quickly. This is from Akiva Ziegler. The scene last night was the true family simcha. I agree. It's mamish. It's like meeting old family. From walking into the hall and meeting old friends to meeting the familiar faces on the Zoom, the whole night was just plain exhilarating. I'm truly honored to be part of the Chabura. Of course, meeting you and hearing the sheer in person was the highlight of the night. Thanks to all, too many names to list, who put all the hard work arranging all of these in the night. Special thanks to Mordechai slash Mark Ashkenazi for giving me the schos to be the timekeeper, Ellie Trapper to the Siam. He brought Ellie Trapper as a tremendous schos to have Ellie Trapper. Unbelievable. He sat right next to me by the sheer. Anxiously waiting for Israel to change the clocks to Zoom, so Zoom will be in a more normal hour. Trust me, I'm also anxiously waiting. This time of the night, it's like my eyes start shutting down. Akiva Ziegler. Yishmak, thank you. All right, Rabbi Sai, we're in the middle of Mesechta Shkolem. I, I didn't mention yesterday, I was all excited, and we didn't have that much time for the shir. I made a bracha already. We got really lucky. When the Dafiyami started, there were two versions of Mesechta Shkolem. One is 10 daf long, or 13 daf long, so it's double the amount of this, these incredibly long daf. So imagine this incredibly long daf. Look how many words are in each daf. Double that. And some of the chabur went this way. And vi- finally, I guess, Agudas Yisrael, whoever it was, decided, let's do the longer version. So we're lucky. We're, ma- we're lucky. It could have been even a lot worse than what we have today. But we're taking this on. It's a new experience, and we love new experiences. And as I said yesterday, for those who didn't hear, just like we're starting now, we should also make a commitment to learn Parshas Vayikra, Tzav, the Kurbanas. I'm telling you, it's stuff that we need to know. He's coming any day. We don't want to be Amaritzim when it comes to Kurbanas. Says the Gemara. Top of Gimel Metaknim. By the way, if this is your first day doing the Fiyomi, second day, if you just joined us, it's incredible how many Halachas and Musagim we're going to be learning today. We're going to be saying them fast. But these musagim that a lot of people don't even know, they're not familiar with. So if you picked one daf, this is a great daf. The Bezden has a chiyov to fix up the ways, the back roads, the alleys, the streets. And all the mikvas. Make sure that they're the right size, they have the right amount of water. That's what it says in the Mishnah. The Bezden is in charge of everything. Here we go. Here's a list. This is what they're in charge of. Okay, we know Bezdin. That's how we're familiar with Bezdin. They listen. They take cases. Whether it's monetary, whether it's nefashis. If they have to kill people, they have to kill. If they have to cut a tongue out, they'll cut somebody's tongue. Dine makos. Like we said yesterday, the story with the tongue. If they have to administer malchus, malchus. So it's interesting, I brought, because I had the incredible schos of meeting Nachi Gordon yesterday and Yaakov Langer from the Meaningful People, they interviewed me. So I brought some of my charts. And I, without even knowing, two of the charts, I didn't bring that many, I brought maybe ten. Two of them I'm able to use today. This is Erechen. So I could point at my friend and say, Erkoi Alai, whatever he's worth. So if he's a male and he's between 20 and 50, he's worth X amount of shkalim, that's what I'm giving to the base Amigdash. Or I could point at myself and say, Erkiyalai, my Erech. So 
I'm only, I mean, my brain capacity is that of a 12-year-old, so therefore I only have to pay X amount of shkolim, let's say. If you're a female, you're different, okay. That's one halacha. So you see, we're flying through these halachas. Vacharamim. Or you say the same thing, you say, I'm going to bring to Hegdish. You say it in the Loshan of Haramim, we say it on Erev uh, Hashanah. And we don't even know what we're talking about. But here, these are, it's just another Loshan of donating money to Mesa Migdash. Same thing. So if a woman, her husband warns her not to be misyached with another man, she doesn't listen, she goes in. So she has to drink the water. Who does it? Who administers it? The Kayan, but the Bezin are in charge. The paraduma, so that we have enough ashes, so we could sprinkle on people that are tame rufa. So here's one of the again another. I don't know if Nachi got to see this, but here it is. Love it. Why? Because I did it myself. If there's a murder victim between two cities, you measure the closest city, the one that's closest says, we're not, we're not reliable for this guy's death. We fed him, we, we accompanied him, we're not responsible. And they take a calf and they chop his head off. Great. We're not getting you know, all these, into these halachas, we're just saying what the Bezdin is responsible for. We know that if you have an Everett Ivory and he doesn't want to leave, after the time he's supposed to leave, take his right ear, you take a ice pick right through the ear. Umetarm etc. Umetarm is a They're responsible also for the Mitsaira. Guy is a Tsaras. There's a whole procedure how he becomes tar, different birds, this, that. Umefarkim as this is a Shaila get, this is your shalmi. So there's different your soys here. So this gear so that I have over here is that you take off the, the lock from the water on Chalamayid according to the Tiklan Chadatin. It's more shy, you take the, a minal, it's, it's a shoe. Take it off the shoe form. Okay. You don't put it back. Says Gemara. We learned over there. Mashkim beis hashlochen umetzaynus alakvaris. So you let a you let a water if you have a, a field that's irrigated field, it it's not from make shaman from rainwater you irrigate. You let a you let a water it on chalmoid umetzaynim alakvaris, and you mark the kvarim again like I said yesterday. You go to Tzfat, you see how they mark the kvarim. Basically, they say it's alpia Ariza, Ariza walked around. It's okay. Here's so-and-so's cave, Shimbai Chai's here, and, and he painted them. So they used to paint it with white lime. Why? Because, don't forget, in those days, it's all about Tum and Tahira. We have no clue what that is. But pretend that it's COVID. If you have COVID, you have to be careful. You don't go next to people. You don't touch things. If you have Tum and Tahira, you have to be careful. You can't touch the food. Everything's Tame. You don't want your food to become Tame. So you need to know where the Kvarim are. Because if you walk over a cave, you become Tame, Tmei Mace, big problem, seven days, you're out, quarantine. Loi, wow, I'm having problems reading. Loi Kvartzinu Ma'adar, asked the Gemara, what's going on here? What are you waiting for? They, they already did this in Adar, you're waiting to Chalamayid? Says the Gemara, Tipater, Shiyaret, Shetav, Shalom, Shetav. Yeah, in a situation, there's a great storm, 
and it washed away the paint, the lime that's on these kvarim, you have to do it again on chalamayid. So they discuss chalamayid. There's a lot of people that don't have work. You're not supposed to work on chalamayid. So you get a lot of cheap labor. I mean, you're talking about a lot of people that have to go out and work. There's a lot of stuff Bezin takes care of. You have to look at every single... Imagine everybody had a field in those days. So you have to go through all the fields and check for all the climb and see where all the weeds are. And then when you find the weeds, you pluck them and you throw them and you do it. It's a whole thing. It's not two people that are walking around the whole area of Israel. It's a whole slew of people. Okay. The Yotam al-Klein. Like if I Yotam Adar. They already did this in Adar. They did the whole procedure. They walked through the field. Tipater, I'm going to explain it to you. Shahaisa, Shona, Fela. Things came in late. Things grew late in the season. They had to wait until Chalamayid when there was a nice workforce and they were able to go out and attack the fields. Why? Because this year, it didn't rain in time. Whatever the reason is, they had a late start growing, so there's nothing for them to check Rish Chodesh Adar or the 15th of Adar, like the Mishnah said. Says the Gemara, Menayin Litzion seems from the Rishonim that this idea of marking Kvarim is a Dairaisa according to some Rishonim. So how do you know this idea? How do you see it in the Torah? Reb Rachiro, Reb Yaakov, Bar Bas, Yaakov, Shem Reb, Chunyo, Divras Chavron, from the place called Chavron. Reb Yaakov, Reb Yaakov, Bar Achav, Shem Reb, Chunyo, Divras Chavron. This is great for every, this is, in Mesech Tashkolim, this is a Magachir's favorite lines. All six of them. So, bring in more names. I don't care. The more, the better. Rabbi Yaakov bar Acha b'shem Rabbi Chunyo divras Chavron. They came from this place called Chavron. Rabbi Chizkiyah, Rabbi Uziel. I love it. Uziel bereder of Chunyo, the base Chavron. He came from Chavron. B'shem Rabbi Chunyo. Just don't ask me what the names are afterwards. Rabbi the base Chavron. Okay. So how do I know it from the Torah? Because it says, V'tomei, Tomei, Yikra. If a guy is a Mitzayra, he must scream out and tell the world, I'm Tomei. Similar to today, if you have COVID, you hope that you're honest and you tell people, look, stay away from me. I have COVID. I don't wanna, I don't wanna contaminate you. You have tumor, you tell people, stay away from me. So that people know to stay away. MMA law, the same idea, apply that idea to a caver. It's not just people walking around. It's dead bodies in the ground need to be called out to you. So how do you call out if you're in the ground? You paint, the, you paint something on, on the ground and people know to stay away. Oh, much better. Got to get better bulbs here. So what's going on here? Look at this Pasuk. The Pasuk is that in Mechem is there's going to be bodies everywhere, and it's unbelievable. People dead, hopefully not the Yidin. But you got to take care of these bodies, make sure there's no Tuma. That's what you're busy with, Tuma. Okay, there's other things going on, atom bombs went off, but you have to take care of the Tuma. You see a bone. You see Adam. Ubana, and the Gemara is darshing every word. Etzem, Adam, Bana, Etzloi, Tzion. What do you see from all these words? Etzem, Mikan, Shemitzani, Malat, You have to 
you have to mark a bone. Now, what's the problem? The problem is oil. You might walk over the oil. You might create an oil over a bone. Now, there's different rules to that. So the rule number one is, first of all, it has to be a roi How many bones? A finger of a person, a dead body is nothing. A whole arm is nothing. So what? Yes. It has to be a roi Okay. If you don't know what a roi v'akav is, then count the amount of bones in the body. Give me a roi of those of those of that number or give me a rive of the body okay so those are different ways i can make an oil now adam and what, what do i do to word adam if i have a spine or a skull that's also enough to create an oil Ubana, what do I do with the word Ubana? You're building. How do you build? You can't build on a little stone that's rolling around. It has to be a solid stone. Imagine if I have a stone that could roll and I, I say, oh, this stone is a caver. Five minutes later, somebody gives it a kick. Now the caver went five feet away. Comes a coin with a whole bundle of fruit and he steps on the stone and goes, Oyvgeval, I just stepped on a dead person. He takes his fruit and he burns the fruit. But if he doesn't have to burn it because he never stepped on a grave and the grave was five feet that way and somebody kicked it that way, he just burned truma for no reason. That's awesome. So you have to be careful. It has to, you have to be inside a caver that's kavua. That's there. It says in the Pasuk, Bana. So, A, you're never going to get the spot because there's a body over here and you were metzayin, you marked the tiny little stone and moved over there. The body remains over here. So now a client is going to walk with a basket of fruit and he's going to walk right over the body and he's not going to know that his fruit is tummy. Or he's going to burn fruit that's not tummy. I feel like some time walking after Etzloi. Oh, sorry. After Etzloi. You got to put this on. Etzloi. What do you do with the word Etzloi? L'mokim tahara. So, you don't, etzli means by it, not on top of it. It's very interesting. You don't mark right on top of the grave, you mark to the side. Why? Because once, once the coin hits the top of the grave, it's too late already. So, yes, there's machloikis if there's too much maze on an anju. Correct. Um, Ahara and Zoom from uh, Rebzura from uh, Kiryat Sefer. Anyway, I don't want to go into that. But yeah, either that or Jews, whatever. Lamakim Tahara. So it doesn't. So so once the client hits it, he's tummy. So you want to give him a, a warning. You have to give him a you know a two second warning. So you do it right before the caper. Tzion mikan letzion. So here you see the whole idea that you're supposed to mark. If you find one stone, you're not supposed to mark the stone. We said you're supposed to mark next to the stone. But nevertheless, if you create an oil, a roof over this caver, you become Tommy, even though it's not proper. At the end of the day, most likely there's a dead person underneath that. What if you find you find two stones. Now, 
You're not supposed to mark the stone. You're supposed to mark next to the stone. So let's say you did, you found two stones. Most likely, if you have two stones, most likely the dead person is in between the two stones because you're not supposed to mark the actual stone. So if you see two marked stones, the actual stones are not Tomei. Between them, it's a raya that between them, that's where the tum is. You were, sp- you were warning the kain coming from both directions. But what if there are two stones and you see somebody plowed between the two stones? He, the farmer knows what he's doing. He knows there's no dead body there. That's why he plowed between the two stones. I got to get rid of these glasses. It's ridiculous. Okay. So they're like, they're like individual stones. Between them is Torah, between them is and around, in other words, on top of those stones, now, meat, flesh, human flesh is very different. Human flesh is smallest amount. You don't need a rife body. The smallest amount of a, a olive, whatever the halachic olive size is, that's metama. So what do you do if you have flesh, you found flesh? Should you mark? No. Why? Because of what's going to happen to this flesh, it's going to disappear soon. So you don't want to create issues. You don't want to, once it disappears, let's say you find a finger. Not this one. But you find a finger that has a little flesh on it. Because eyes of flesh. But once the flesh disappears, the bone is not metama, and you just marked an area showing people that's tamay, and if a kind goes over with this basket of fruit, he's going to take the fruit and burn it for no reason. You can't do that. Ah, today you have flesh. Okay, so first of all, you're going to have a bunch of people that know that, don't walk over there. You heard about the guy that died? Yeah, by the way, this Shabbos, I go to Shul, Dead guy right in front of the shoal. I'm not kidding. In Chicago, dead guy right in front of the Dairy Star. Guy, uh, a young girl went, killed the guy on a bike. Everybody knows. The, the, I'm schmoozing. They know. Dead guy. Three weeks later, they might forget. But then three weeks later, there's no more meat. So, Rebusto Bar Shunem Boy. So, this person, Rebusto, new names here. Bar Shunem. He asked, Kume. Kume means in front of Rabbi Mona, in front of Rabbi Mona. But how could, you, how could you say that at the end of the day, there's flesh there? It's Tommy. We got to make it's either we mark it or we don't mark it. If we mark it, then it's going to be a problem for generations to come. And if we don't mark it, it'll be a problem for three weeks until the, the flesh disintegrates. So, what do you think we should do? Let's just make a takana that's going to last forever and not a takana that's going to make a problem. So the official Yerushalmi Mishnah, sponsored by official, from official catering. Yes, Menachem Ate. Uh, it's, it's no, no, no. There's no comments in Yerushalmi. Sorry. Yeah. No, go ahead. Right. Right. Yeah. 
Right, you take a kav is a, is a, is a, is a, is a, what do you call it? It's an amount. Reva kav. It's a kav. We use kav for fruit, for vegetables. We're using it for bones, right? Okay, if it came across differently, I'm sorry, I apologize. Yes, it's a, it's a certain, it's a volume. Kav is a volume. Not, not a number. There's three things. The amount, you take the number of bones that are in a human body and you do 51%. Or you take the 51% of the entire skeleton, not the number, but the 51% of the skeleton. Or roi hakav, which is a volume. Says the Mishnah, Halacha Beis, Omer this is a mission of shaming. You shame a farmer. Why? Because he wasn't careful with planting two different types of vegetables. The one in the Torah is wheat together with grapes. So you shame him. You take, you, 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 you plug it out. These are the weeders. You know, today you have sprays, weeding sprays. Over there, they had the bezin that went around and did you a favor, sort of, and they weeded your field. And what did they do with it? They threw it in front of you, embarrassed you. Look at you. You're not Makbir on Klein. Oh my gosh, I can't believe how late it is. Mishir Rabu but people didn't care anymore. They didn't care about shaming. So they wasted it. They threw it, the bezin would waste, throw it into the, into the street. And then, that didn't work. So Bezdin made Hefker, Bezdin, Hefker. If you have Kalayim in your field, I'm making it Hefker for everybody. Omer Rabbi Yudah. Tony Omer Rabbi Yudah, so now the Gemara just explains. The farmers, they rejoiced. Wow. They say, and we got free weeders. People came and weeded out the weeds from my field. And you're allowed to benefit from Kalayim. You give it to your animal. So then Bezdin came up with an idea. Let's waste it. Let's just throw it on the street. But they were still happy. Why? Free landscaping services from Bezdin. They would weed the weeds for them. Here comes the idea of Hefker, Bezdin Hefker. Bezdin decided your entire field, you have 3,000 acres of produce, Whoever wants, come take it. You grab it first, okay, great. But if I need him, come take it, then you lost everything. How do you know that Bezdin has the ability to take your field and make it Hefker? It says by Ezra. Ezra wanted Klaistral to get rid of their Goyesha women. So Ezra said, everybody come to me. We have three days. And if not, I am going to be Mafker everything you own. So you see the idea of Hefker Bezdin Hefker. Everything becomes Now, how far did Bezdin go to make it Hefker? I take your field, I make it Hefker. Anybody did I say that it's also the, the Levim are going to lose now? They're not going to get their 10%? Or do I say it's just to punish the guy, but the Levim get their 10%? You can prove it from here. We know about Ibiyar, two others, sometimes a year has 13 months in order for the lunar to catch up to the solar. 
So you don't do that on Shemitah and the year after Shemitah. Why? Because right now in Shemitah, as is, we're suffering. We can't plow our fields. We can't do anything. So you're going to add another month to the whole problem? That's not nice. And besides, how am I going to get an Oimer? How am I going to do different things if I don't have anything to plow? So you don't do it in Shemitah. So But if Bez, then go ahead and they make a, a 13th month, it's good. So what do you see from here? Hefker, Bezdin, Hefker. How does Bezdin have a right to add another month to the year and take away from everything else, from the Miser, from everything else? Because you know that produce that's done in Shemitah, there's no, there's no Miser. But anyway, there's, how do they have the right to do it? Hefker, Bezdin, Hefker. So Hefker, Bezdin, Hefker. Who? Akedon Shviyas. Okay, now you explain to me why they don't add another month in Shemitah. But why not? Why can't they add a 13th month in the 8th year? You know, to eat the new crop until the second day of Pesach when you bring the Oimer. And even in our days, if you just join us for the first time, even even in America, according to 95 or 99% of Rishonim and Achroinim, this is Isidur Reisa, besides the Bach. So, you don't want to add another month to that Isser. They can't eat. There's nothing to eat. Think about it, in those days, they didn't have the storage facilities and all that. So you know, you're adding another month until I get to Pesach, the other comes before Pesach. So I can't eat the new crop until Pesach comes. I'm going to starve. This day he said the people are going to starve. That's, by the way, another Allah, another concept. Listen to this. Rebbe said it's usher to have vegetables from chutzlars. Why? Because the dirt, vegetables comes with dirt. The dirt from chutzlars creates tumma. But then he retracted that Allah he saw was too hard on people that were starving. He took it back. Sorry, did I skip a word before? It's not a problem. You could, you could add another 13th month. You could do other shayni because there's plenty of food. Nobody's starving. We bring it in. We import fruit, vegetables from Chutzlar. That's when the years are normal and things were normally. Anyways, things are pushed off. Nothing grows. So what are you telling me? You're starving. Your produce is not ready yet. It's not ripe. If the produce is ripe, you have a problem. But if the produce is not ripe anyways, let me stick in the 13th month. In the time of Gamliel, they did a 13th month in the 8th year. If this is what Uriah is, you're not going to prove from here anything. Why? Because Bezdin, what are you telling me? Bezdin, they threw in the 13th month. How do they have a right to do it? They, 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 they ruined the Maestras. After Bezdin, after no. The Torah tells them to add a 13th month. It's not Bezdin. Why? It says in the Torah, that you must make sure that Pesach comes out in the 15th it has to line up with the seasons. And the seasons have everything to do with the solar, not the lunar. So you have to make sure that you're in the Aviv, in the spring. 
Pesach has to fall out in the spring. So that's in the Torah. Nothing to do with Chachamim. And from here you see, I'll prove it to you from here. So now we have another halacha called Leket. You have a field, you have to leave over some of the fruit for the poor. What did this Chavriman do? He has a pile. And I, let's call this the pile right here. He goes and he covers the pile. of. This is Leket. This is owned by the poor people. Let's say it's the size of my fist. He goes and he pours it. He covers it with his fruit. You know what we do? We punish him. We say everything that he covered it, that's touching the ground, instead of it being the size of my fist, now it's the size of this table. We make it the poor. We're turning to that gimel. I'm basing Yerushalmi. Sponsored by Eli Daikman. For all the MDY team in their everyday lives. For all the hard work they do. Sponsored for the of Ochel Yisrael, especially from our MDY family. Please consider joining the MDY Tilm group, tilm.m8mindaf.com. Bishamai over the opinion that I can make hefker only for the poor. In other words, I could say, if a poor person grabs this, it's his. But if a wealthy person grabs it, it's not his. I could do hefker for certain people now. Okay, so this goes according to Bishamai. It's not Hefker. So if the Ani is going to grab it, he has to take Meiser. It's not pure Hefker. But here's the point. Even Basil agree that this is considered complete Hefker and it's possible for Meiser. Why? What do you see from here? The idea Hefker, Bezdin Hefker. I, as a person in Bezdin, have the right to take your property. And give it to anybody I want. Hefker, Bezin, Hefker. From this halacha right here. Halacha Gimel. Sponsored. The official halacha Gimel. Sponsored by official from official catering. Mas Nisim B'chamish Osor. Says the Mishnah. B'chamish Osor boy. Shulchan Esoyu Yoshim B'medina. People that the money changers used to sit in Yerushalayim. Be'ezim B'chamish But in the 25th already. Yoshu B'amikdosh. They would sit in Harabayis. Listen to this halacha. They didn't play around in those days. You didn't want to pay the Yermachsa Shekel, which is not a big deal anyway, but you didn't want to pay. They went into your house and they took it from you. They didn't mess around. They were tough. Who, who can you do this to? Who can you just forcefully take money from? Levim v'Yisraelim. Who's missing? Correct. Koyhanim. Vigerim, Vavodim, Shukrarim, and freed slaves. Avol, Loi Noshim, not women, Vavodim, and not slaves, Uktanim. If you have a young, a minor. By the way, what's a minor? Anybody know what a minor is? Wrong. Not a 13 year old, a 20 year old. When it comes to the Masa Shekel, we're talking about a 20 year old. So anything below 20 is a minor. But if his father decided, let me be Mechanachim, let me start giving a half a shekel for my son, he doesn't have the right next year not to give. And the whole Nidoin, what if the father dies? We might have to take from, from the Yerusha, etc. Why don't you take from a Koyen? It seems like they're almost a Chayev. We'll see in the Gemara. Dark Yishalom. For peace. So we have a big machlekes here. Rabbi Yehuda, 
And the Gemara understands that Rabbi Yudah holds this, even though he's saying it in the name of Ben Bukhari, but he said, Hayed. It was a testimony. I hold like that as well. If the Kayan wants to, he doesn't sin. In other words, he doesn't have to, but if he wants to, he's okay. Not true. A Kayan is mechuyiv to. The Kayanim made their own little pshat in the Torah, and that's why they don't give, but they're wrong. What's a mincha? I, I take a, a bowl of flour, and yesterday I was on Meaningful Minute, and I said I showed how to do a mincha and shear. So, what? You damaged my ass, right? No. <laughs> okay. So, you take a bowl of, you take a bowl of flour, and you stick your hand in, and you go like this, and you grab three fingers, and you go with your pinky like that, and your thumb like that. This amount goes on the Mizbeach. The rest you get to eat. But if you're a Kayan that brings the, the Mincha, you don't eat it at all. Say the Kayanim, listen to this. If we have a part of every Mincha, if we have a part of every Karbam, why? Because we gave a Machsa Shekel, then it's ours. We're partners. If we're partners, you can't eat from it. But the fact is, you could eat from all these Minachas. The bread, the weekly bread in the Beis HaMikdash. The two breads they bring in Shavuos. The Oimer. They bring on the second day of Yantav, Pesach. Shalom We're partners. How do you get to eat it? If it's ours, but they were wrong. Why are they wrong? Because at the end of the day, the Rav of Klai Yisrael are Yisraelim. So the Rav wins. You don't? Okay. Rabbi, I don't have a printer here. You saw my... my this, is, this is my printer at home. This is the printer in Chicago. This is what they give me. Okay, so it goes like this. If a boy, we're talking about three stages of boyhood, of manhood. If a kid doesn't have simanim, so you don't even, you don't ask him for any money. Forget it. If he has simanim, he's 13 and he has simanim, then you could ask him for money, but you don't go into his belongings and grab stuff. If he's 20 years old, then I go in and I grab whatever I want. Then you take the matzah shakal. That's the sugya. Says the Gemara, If I want to, I could ask the kid to give me money. That's only if he has two Cyrus. In other words, he has Simonim. No, that's not the Allah. Well, the Mashkinim, the Mashkinim, So the gross sticks in here, meaning he's 20, until if he's 20 years old, then he is Mukhayyib. So those are the three stages. You have. Below Simonim, Simonim, and then 20. Keni Masnisa, Keni is a Lashon, the Tiklun Chatan says Keni is a Lashon of Tani. It says in the Braiso, The issue is not like the Mishnah says, that we're talking about Shalom, peace, we're talking about pride, honor. You give that, you give, you, not pride, honor. You give a Kayan covet. You always have to give, uh, you let him do things before you, you give him Daliyah. Omer Biyuda. Heyid. Omer Brachia. Haimad Rabbi Yerub Zagin Zay Yitnu. Shnei Masa Shvatim Yitnu. All 12 Shvatim have to give. Why? Because it says Zeh. Zeh is 12. So including the Kayanim, everybody has to give. So maybe that's where he got the idea that Kayanim has to give a Machsa Shaka. Rabbi Tavi Bishim Rabbi Mnuno. Kay Meshiv Chacham Rabbi Yehuda. This is what they're going to tell Rabbi Yehuda who says that a Kayanim is Potter. Chatas Yachid Mesa. Now, here's the list of the different chatois. If I have a chatos, 
a guy designates a chatos because he, he did a avera, he did his mechal shavas b'shoigeg, and then he dies, the chatos must die. There's nothing to do with that chatos. But ain't chatos tzibur mesa. If it's a chatos from a whole community, it doesn't die. That the Gemara is going to have a problem with. But this is the point right here. Minchas hayachid. A mincha of a koyin. Individual koyin. Crave a kolo. You got to completely destroy it. Be minchas tzibur crave a kolo. But not the mincha of a community. So the Gemara asks, now what's the mincha of a community? The Oimer, the Lechem Aparu, etc. The Shtei Lechem. Bekashya, Meshivin. So number one, the Gemara asks, how could I ask a question from Merida on something he doesn't agree with? Meshivin la'adam davar she'enim moidabai. The first part, that a chatas yachid, of a chatas yachid meisach, ain't chatas tibur meisach, it's not true. You can't ask on, on Rabbi Huda when he himself argues on that. This non, Shein Chatas Tzibur Meis, or Yudah Tamus. You should. So, okay, forget that part. But the bottom line is, we have a cash on Rabbi anyway, because Mincha Sayachid Kreva Kalu, Ve Mincha Tzibur Kreva Kalu. Says the Gemara, Vumay Svalam. Zu, Loi Nidvas Yachadi. The Machta Shekel is not considered a, a personal thing. I'm giving it to the Tzibur. It's part of the, the communal thing. So it's not, that's why. It's not considered as if I gave it, and if I gave it, you can't eat from it. You could eat from it. Since it's the whole community, so if it's in the dove of a tzibor, then the kohanim should be chayev to bring. It's the whole tzibor. Not, says Gemarok. And at the end of the day, what is the machlaikis? Let's just do three more lines. Whoever goes right through the census, whoever went through the census and was counted, review the Rebbe what does that mean? Whoever went through the Yamsuf by Mitzrayim, who went through the Yamsuf? Everybody. Everybody went through, so everybody has to give a Machsa Shekel. A brand new Lashen, maybe we had it yesterday, I don't remember. The other one said, but we don't have this in Babli. So what does that mean? If it has to do with being counted or going through the Yamsuf. If you say whoever went through the Yamsuf, that's why Rabbi Yamsuf says all the Kayanim are chayiv to give Machsa Shekel. They just made a, a mistake in the way they read the Pasuk. But if you say that you have to be counted, you know why? Because the Kayanim, the Levim, they didn't go get counted. Moshe Rabbeinu had to go to their tents to count them. Mimela, they are not in the Machsa Shekel. According to Ben Bukhri, have a wonderful day. Thank you, Rabbi Yaakov Rosner. Who? Which Yaakov? Yaakov is on. First time I've seen him on Zoom. He was by the he was by the seal.
Yeah. His father sent uh, an email recently, a doctor from Lakewood. They live in Highland Park, New Jersey. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. That was a very nice email. Very inspiring story. Yeah. So he's on today? Not the doctor, the son? Oh, I see him here. Yaakov Abraham, the bocher. He looks like a bocher. Shalom Aleichem Yaakov. That's your dad, the, the, the doctor? And my father sent an email a couple days ago. Givaldic. Days ago? Remind me. Which one was it? End of Tzachim. End of Tzachim. Remind me. It was about, like, a saying, like, right of show. Like, oh! <laughs> the the supporting role, Cad. The, the role, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, th I got mixed up with another another doctor from Lakewood. Okay. Got it. Did you sing you were a meaningful minute and meaningful people? No, just meaningful people. Did I say meaningful minute? I think you got it mixed yeah, up. Yeah, meaningful people. Minute. Oh, you say, you say. It's just it's the same people, the two votes. Ellie, who's that? What's it? That's the Gordon one. Huh? Who's that meaningful people? Ellie, you are Gordon. Yeah. Yeah, the long one. They do a they do a, a podcast. They did a Mari Stoudemire and they have fifty thousand views already. They did a Mari last week and they have fifty thousand views. Yeah, I have the mute button. I don't need a mute paddle. Yeah, next. No, I'm. I don't know. They have, uh, I'm like, they have nine in front of me. So I don't know if they're going to, I don't know. I was hoping they would release it for Masech Yuma, like in three weeks. But I didn't ask them, so I don't know. Mark Ashkenazi, you're the best man in the world. Oh my God. By the way, now Yeshua says his thing. He says his thing. He says it really quick. Because he knows in the middle he's going to get muted. So he's like, so whatever. Either we hear or we don't hear him. We got to put up with this. Noam, could you have a little schmooze with uh, Yeshua? Thank you. Ellie, I'm flying him in for Yantif so he can spend Yantif in Chicago. Him and Yael. Dr. Listhouse, I got a little surprise coming for you. I'm working on something, working on something. Okay. I, I hit back, just so you know. <laughs> Hello. You hit. I. You have to get one to come in. This is, you, you gave me one. I, now it's time for me to give you. No, no, no. You started. Oh, I did? Yeah. It's good for learning math. Does not punish. Does not punish math. Like normal math. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I got it. I send it in the mail. I just need your address and your social security. <laughs> <laughs> and birthdate. You need his birthday back. A credit card number also. You can value. All the credit card numbers. Uh, you know what I mean? Rebellion. Rebellion. Rebelli, once you put on those reading glasses, you're not gonna get out of them. Just so you know. I that that's the problem. I was I was reading with them before. I figured nobody will see, so I just used them the whole night. And then I think I can't read anything. It's like either my eyes are tired, but it, it's funny. I'm going to the eye doctor tomorrow. 
So I'll get the news, one way or another. Last time I went, he said, yeah. do not need reading glasses. You're, you're good. You're, you're holding off. I didn't, and I didn't have to change my lenses. Now I have to see. It's crazy. Yeah, it, it, it generally hits about the age 40. The more nearsighted you are, the longer you can prevent it. But obviously, if you're not wearing contacts, you're getting to the point where you're going to need them, especially I, if the lighting is dim. No, no, no. I am. I'm, I'm wearing contacts, but the lighting is dim. That's the problem. I didn't have an issue so during I, the day. If you're near, if you're nearsighted, and your lens. No, I'm far side. I am. Probably see fine. Listen, doctor. I have a question. I have a question. Does it go by age or or like the mental mental capacity? Like. Does it go by the way you act or by the by your actual age? If, if it was mental capacity, I'm guessing you would have needed it much earlier. You realize I'm pushing 50 here. I'm pushing 50, and I didn't have them yet. Well, that's because you're, I'm sure you're nearsighted. When, you, when your contact lenses are off, can you drive? No, no, no. Okay. So you can't see the TV if your contacts are off, correct? You don't watch TV. What's, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I forgot who I'm dealing with. All right. The computer's screen. No, no, the computer. No, I, can, I can't watch TV. No, I cannot watch uh, Shiurim on, on a screen right. when I don't have my if lenses in. Right. If, if your contact lenses are off, if your contact lenses are off, can you see your watch? I don't have a watch, but no, I have, I have like one eye is almost four and one eye is five. Is it minus four or minus four, uh, plus four? No, I, my, my, it's, I don't have the magnifying. I have the opposite of magnifying glasses. That means you're nearsighted. Right. So if you're nearsighted and your contacts are off, you can read the dots still at this point at 50 without a problem. You got this guy driving on the way home from Hunts Point, and he thinks it's all a joke. But oh, but does astigmatism uh, have a factor here? Because I have astigmatism. It depends how much of it is astigmatism you have. Can you, hey, dilate, uh, can you dilate him over Zoom? Uh, yeah, it's hard to get the drops to go through the phone. We, we watch big iPads. We don't watch anything else. We watch big iPads. Uh, okay. Doctor Liz, can I doctor? I'm a retina surgeon. Oh, yeah. I had a retinoblastoma. Awesome. Doctor Listhouse, you know tomorrow they're gonna dilate my eyes. Do they really have to dilate? Do they have to? Because that's that's terrible. You can't see like for half an hour. It's usually for well longer than that. But the appropriate way is to dilate both pupils. Some of the optometrists, not the ophthalmologist, will just, uh, you know, do pictures on you rather than dilate your pupils. But the oh, appropriate way to the appropriate way to examine you is to dilate your pupils and give a good look at the retina. Got Got uh, doctor, Ali, you know what's the best is that you're in America and I can text people, I can do whatever I want. Mark Askenazi just sent me a whole... Quicker, quicker, I'm about to mute you. I'm about to mute you. Go, you better speak quicker. You better speak quicker. Mark Askenazi just gave me my life. Hold on. Okay. He's the best. Hold on. Ali, you're good. 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 Ali,
Rebelli, can you selectively mute Yoshua? Yeah, I did. That's what he's doing. Can you also give his wife the opportunity to do that to him, too? <laughs> We're going to need a lot more than Zoom. He's got the original panel. He is so scared of his wife these days, you have no idea. Ever since he came back. He abandoned her for six or eight weeks. He was in uh, in Chicago. I think my wife is going to the That's nothing. The problem is that when he got back, he put her in the quarantine for two weeks on Purim. Because he gave her COVID. Don't ask. Mess. So he doesn't say a word next to her. He he opens his mouth. He gets a he ha she has one of those paddles you can't even imagine. With electric sparks, whatever. It's a whole yeah. I, I'm not sure if my wife is mad at me or at you. There's something she's a little bit upset at you. That's the problem. You sure once you understand who she's mad at, then you could act differently. But since you don't realize who she's mad at, she you keep on making her mad and she keeps on after whacking you. It's a problem. I would because pay for you. I did six months. I would pay pay for view to watch her whack Yoshua. We could raise some nice money for for MDY by watching Yoshua get paddled. I would sponsor that every day. You, you should know, I Doctor Doctor List. That's one thing you don't realize about Yeshua. He would literally. Uh, maybe you, you take off his pants in the base medrash so that we can give him a whacking so that to raise money for MDY. That's the type of guy he is. So I don't dare him. That. Don't dare him. He's, he's like that toy clown. You keep hitting it and it keeps popping back up. <laughs> yes. Doctor. Hold on. Ellie, Ellie Trapp has a question for the doctor and Ellie Trapp was the star of yesterday's Seum. So I think the doctor should listen to this question. This is actually a little bit of a very, uh, a little bit of a scary story. Oh, there's a few young kids there, Ellie. There's a few young kids on listening. Uh, yeah. Well, anyway, uh, my 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 grandfather accidentally went uh, went uh, blind at a very early age. Oh, you been? And. Uh, he did not give up uh, uh, driving. Huh. So, uh, so, 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 why didn't you give away your keys? Why are you so driving the street with me? Why? How can you see the road? And, he, and, and, and then he, and he says, why, why, do I, why do I need to see the road? I had my wife next to me. I had my wife next to me, me telling me where to go. We, you're you're a big jokester, Ellie. You're a big jokester. All have our wives telling us where to go. Oh, what I, and, and, and I like to think of where she should go. Rebelli, Rebelli, Haley Shalom. Turn off YouTube. He says Mazel Tov. He can't talk, but he's going to tell him to say it. Terrible, Mazel Tov. He said he want he wanted. Aaron Shalom doesn't need to talk. I see in his eyes what he wants to say. And he's saying that if he talks, he'll wake up his children, so he can't say anything. 